trust me, it is so freeing to just get a little perspective, get a little space. It's almost like taking a vacation. I promise you. (laughs) Just getting a little breather from social media helps you gain perspective. And using Lent to do that, if you've never tried it before, I think you might like it. Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. But God, in His grace, He showed me a way out, and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free, too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you need to know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four elementary age kids. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and a blogger at ComparedToWho.me. And you just may have seen my epic bake fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoy today's episode and tell a friend about it. there. Thanks for listening to the Compared to Who podcast. My name is Heather Creekmore and I am your host. And today we're going to take a little journey into the concept of Lent. Now, if you're like me, Lent was a foreign concept to me for a long time. I was not raised in churches that practice Lent. I didn't even really know what it was. But what I found over the last 20 or so years is that Lent can be a really beneficial spiritual discipline if you want it to be. I'm not saying that you have to practice Lent. I don't believe that. But I'm saying if you're looking for a way to do something intentional in the weeks leading up to Easter, Lent might be a good option for you. Now, One thing I want to say right off the bat is a lot of people practice Lent by giving up some sort of food. And this is kind of a traditional Catholic practice. They could only eat certain things during Lent. And what I've noticed is that a lot of women who struggle with body image have come out of a disordered eating past. And so if you've come out of a disordered eating past, giving up something related to food may not be a healthy option for you for Lent. So my goal today is to give you some non-food Lent ideas, okay? So these are things that you can do in the weeks leading up to Easter, things that you can give up, a practice, if you will, of spiritual discipline where you can focus more on the Lord because you are giving up these things um, that aren't related to food. So my history with Lent. So I worked on Capitol Hill uh, as a 20, I was actually only 20 years old, turned 21 working on Capitol Hill. And I was in an office with a bunch of Catholic guys. And it was Ash Wednesday, and they knew that they all needed to go to church. And so they all left for church and they seemed to be gone forever. Like they seemed to be taking like a two hour lunch for this church service. They came back and one of the guys, his name was Tony, came into the office and I was like, what what happened? Did your car break down or something? And he was like, no, no, that's just how long the service takes. And I was like, no, no, I don't even mean how long you're gone. I mean, you've got this black 
grease or something on your forehead. And he looked at me as if I was the biggest idiot ever. And he's like, uh, duh, it's Ash Wednesday. Those are the ashes. Well, friends, I had no idea. I mean, I was not raised in a church where that was done. Like, I had no concept. And then when I saw the other guys, I realized they all had black foreheads as well. So my history with Lent is not one that is rich in, um, in coming from a church culture where that was a part of it. It just wasn't. But after spending time with people who practiced Lent every year, I began to realize that there was some value to um, really disciplining myself in those days and weeks before Easter in a way that could bring honor and glory to God. So what I used to do was I used to give up sugar, right? I mean, that's what a lot of people do, give up sweets, give up sugar. And what happened was Lent kind of turned from being a spiritual discipline to a diet. You see, I like diets. I used to like them so much. So giving up something for Lent to me really just turned into like going on a diet for spiritual reasons, which sounded like a really good way to stay on a diet because who doesn't need extra motivation to stay on a diet, right? So it's like, okay, if I can just resolve that I'm going to be on a diet between now and Easter and I feel like God's on my side in this, like then maybe I'll be able to actually stick to it. And friends, even though I was able to stick to those Lent resolutions for longer than I was able to stick to New Year's resolutions, that wasn't really what Lent was all about. I missed the point because I made it about me and about it being a time for me to get skinnier or lose the weight or, or whatever my goals were. And I didn't make it about Jesus and I didn't make it a focus on his sacrifice for me. So what I'm recommending to you is that if you want to give up sugar, that's fine, but just don't make it a diet, okay? And that's why I have got non food ideas for you today. And this is going to be a quick podcast. We're just going to run through a couple of these ideas. Lent actually starts on Wednesday, February 26th. So it's right around the corner. And these are just some things that you can consider giving up in the 40 days between when Lent begins on Ash Wednesday, Wednesday, February 26th, and when Easter comes the weekend of April 13th. So idea number one is to give up mirrors. Now I know some of you are like, okay, next, skip that one. <laughs> but but follow me here. I don't mean you can't look in the mirror at all. What I mean is to give up unnecessary mirrors. Give up unnecessary mirror time. So maybe you allow yourself, I don't know, two or three minutes to look in the mirror after you brush your teeth. Maybe you allow yourself five minutes to do your makeup, but you have limited, restricted mirror time. You allow yourself a set amount of time with the mirror every day and you stick to it. So what this looks like practically is you go in the bathroom, maybe you're at work or at a shopping center or at a restaurant or something, and you wash your hands without staring in the mirror. Or you get dressed and maybe you allow yourself like a 30 second, like is everything tucked in kind of check, but you don't spend time lingering in the mirror. In fact, I have had some women that I've worked with actually cover up their full length mirrors in their house while they tried this and they've had great results. Friends, I believe that if you want to find body image freedom, the freedom is not found in staring in your mirror until you like what you see or love what you see, as some would say. The Real freedom is found when you can think about your proverbial mirror as a mirror that's tilted up and think about your job as not to make the mirror happy, but your job is to reflect Jesus. That's what you were put on this earth for. And so what happens too often is we're surrounded by mirrors, right? Like you go to the gym, there's mirrors 
everywhere. And yes, there is some necessity to that. Like I used to teach in the gym and, you know, it was helpful for people to be able to look at themselves and see whether or not their form was good, all that stuff. But we spend way too much time with mirrors. And what happens in that is we spend way too much time focused on ourselves. Friends, it is amazing what happens when you get your eyes off yourself in, inside your head, inside your heart. But then taking it that extra step just for a 40-day period, just for the Lenten period, and taking your eyes off yourself physically as much as possible, oh, my friend, you can find some freedom there. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hey there. How much is freedom worth to you? That's kind of an odd question, right? When I was in the midst of my struggle with disordered eating and body image, I would have paid anything I had to be free. Truth is, I spent a lot of my budget on things I thought could help me be free, like new diets, exercise gizmos, clothing, but none of those things really helped. I'm so grateful that God showed me the way out. And now I'm passionate about helping others find their way out too. I want them to know that Jesus already paid it all. They don't have to spend another cent to find the freedom they really desire. But truth is, it does cost me something to get this message out, compared to who can't spread the message of Jesus' offer of freedom without the help of women like you. Would you consider making a contribution? Check out Compared to Who's Patreon page at patreon.com slash compared to who. Then prayerfully consider giving $1 or $5 a month, whatever you can to help. Any amount you'd be willing to donate would be a huge blessing and will go directly towards covering the operating expenses of this ministry. Thank you for being a part of seeing other women set free from the chains of body image and comparison. May God bless your generosity. Second idea is to give up your scale. Now, this might be an idea that you stick with forever. In fact, um, in a podcast that I'm going to air in a couple weeks, my friend Kristen talks about just the symbolism involved when she first started finding body image freedom and God was like, you need to get rid of your scale and how she threw it in a dumpster and felt just so much freer than ever before. So listen for that. It's an interview with my friend Kristen Maddox that's coming up in a couple weeks where she gave up her scale permanently. Maybe you're not ready for that yet. And so what I recommend is just decide to give up your scale for the 40-day Lenten period. Period. Put it away, okay? Get it out of your sight, get it out of your mind, and see what happens if you don't have that scale on your floor every day reminding you, hey, how are you doing? Are you going to make me happy today? Are you going to make me sad today? Get that scale away and see how you feel after 40 days without a scale. And then write me and tell me because I've had so many women do this and just really have amazing results when they got rid of the pressure of having that scale staring at them from their bathroom floor. Idea number 
three is to give up social media. Now, this one's not real new, right? You've probably seen lots of friends post like, I'm off Facebook for Lent. I'm off Instagram for Lent. And so you can totally do that. <laughs> Some of you are going to say, well, I can't do that because my whole life is in these Facebook groups and I find out like the announcements of what my kids need for school, yada, yada, yada. You can still take a break from Facebook, even if groups are what you need to run your business or run your life. Because what you can do is you simply use the direct link, just find the direct web URL of the Facebook group you're in, and you can put a direct link on your phone or on your computer to that specific page, which completely negates the necessity for you to be scrolling Facebook in order to find out what happened in that one specific group. The other thing you can do is change your notifications. So I went social media free for a couple weeks, and actually it might have even been a month, a few years ago, and I changed all my notifications so that I would get a full email from things that happened in my groups. And what happened with that was I was so much freer. I didn't have to go through Facebook looking, waiting, making sure I didn't miss anything in my groups. I got an email when something important happened. So there is a way to give up social media, even if you rely on it for your business or other parts of your life. So if you've never tried that before, oh friend, that will help you so much. When I work with women um, in my personal training session, in fact, that's the week we're on right now with the clients I'm working with, it's give up social media week. And some of you are like, I'm never signing up for that if she makes me do that. But trust me, it is so freeing to just get a little perspective, get a little space. It's almost like taking a vacation, I promise you. <laughs> just getting a little breather from social media helps you gain perspective. And using Lent to do that, Oh, if you've never tried it before, I think you might like it. Here's another one. If you're not ready to give up social media, or maybe you've already given up social media and you're like, I can't do the Instagram thing. I compare too much. What about your other media? What about taking a Netflix fast for 40 days or a movies fast or a magazine or even a book fast? Okay, so I've kind of trashed Hallmark movies in the past and I really need to rescind that because I'm in a different place now and so I can handle some Hallmark movies better than before. But let me tell you, friend, we can get into these phases where we get so addicted to our media and we don't even realize the messages that our media is putting in our head and teaching us. I mean, if you think about the amount of time you spend reading your Bible every day and think about the, the amount of time you spend watching Netflix or watching Hallmark Channel or watching Food Network or watching HGTV, like add up all the time you spend watching your shows and then compare that to how much time you spend reading your Bible or sitting in church every week. And friend, let me tell you, for most of us, that's going to be like a 20 to 1 ratio, right? Like for every for every hour per week you spend reading your Bible, you're spending 20 hours per week having other influences really impact your brain, your thinking, your heart. Okay, so consider giving up other media during Lent and see what a difference it can make when you replace that media with things like reading the Bible or listening to good sermons or listening to Christian, meaty Christian podcasts, okay? There's a lot of Christian podcasts that are super fun and I love those, but listen to meat. Replace it with some meat that will feed and nourish you from God's word and see what a difference that makes. Another thing I forgot to mention with social media, and this applies to social media, Netflix, everything. Put the Bible app on your phone and what I recommend is when you're just naturally like goes to Facebook or Instagram to open that app. 
put the Bible app wherever those Facebook or Instagram apps were. Trust me, it totally works. When you open your phone and you go to where that icon is and it's the Bible app instead, it's an instant reminder of what you're supposed to be doing. And then you actually can still do something with your fingers. You can still like get that nervous energy out by clicking on that Bible app and reading the verse of the day or signing up for a reading plan and reading it. Reading your Bible every time you go to your phone to look for your Facebook little high, because that's really what it is, right? We get this little dopamine high off seeing Facebook page or seeing an Instagram page. When you open the Bible app instead and get your high from reading God's word, oh friend, it is so much better that way. for too long, it's time to get free. My friend, go to comparejahoo.me, take your free body image awareness quiz. You will learn amazing things. You'll get your results right away. And I think you'll have fun too, because I mean, who doesn't love to take quizzes? Go to comparejahoo.me. There's lots of great resources on that site, articles about body image and comparison and how you can find freedom through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Check it out today. Right after this episode, of course. Okay, just a couple more ideas here for non-food related things that you can give up for Lent. This next one I call the phone fast. Now, I know instantly some of you are like, I must have my phone. How can she do that? But let me explain to you what I mean by this. There's a lot of things that we do with our phone and ways we connect with our phone that really aren't necessary. Of course, social media is one of them. But what about your notifications? How many notifications do you get a day? Do you get a notification every time you get an email, text message, group me message, Instagram post? I mean, there are probably a zillion little notifications that you're getting every single day that are distracting you from real life because you've got to keep going to your phone, keep going to your phone, keep picking up your phone. Oh, what's this? What's this? Ding, 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 ding. And we're all a bunch of trained lab rats that are responding to the ding stimuli, right? So here's what he did a couple years ago. I was having a really rough time and I really felt like I needed to just disconnect from everything. And I did this phone fast thing. So what I did was I took off all of my notifications notifications. Some of you are like freaking out at that thought. I get it. But I even took off my text message notifications. Yes, that's right. I did not get texts instantly. And then what I did was I took control. I decided I would check my phone when I woke up in the morning at lunchtime at 3 p.m. And then like once at the end of the day, and then pretty much I had it plugged in by like 7 p.m. And so it was just plugged in and off from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. I told people that were important to me and that could have crises what I was doing because I didn't let my ringer for my phone on either. So if you called me, I would just see that you called and have to call you back at one of those set times. But I did tell like my mom, like, if you absolutely need me, you got to call two times in a row. So it'll, it'll ring and break through that do not disturb. Friends, if you've never unplugged like that, oh, it will give you some peace and some rest that you may need, that you may crave. Now, I know you may work for a boss that needs you ready all the time, and it might not be possible. But if you have the opportunity, I mean, even on your Sabbath day, if you can't do it for Lent, think about just doing it on one day a week. Just do it on Sunday or do it all day Saturday. Just turn off all your notifications for the day and just take a little freedom, a little space, a little break from the phone and see how it feels. And then my final suggestion for you today is a comparison 
fast. Now, this is something that I tried last year with a couple of my groups on Facebook. And the concept was, could you go 40 days without comparing yourself to someone else? It's tricky and it requires really above all else, it requires intentionality, right? Because you have to take those thoughts captive. You can't not allow those thoughts to come. Like sometimes you're just going to see someone and the comparison thought's going to come and there's nothing you can do to stop the thought from coming. But what you can do is you can allow yourself to then answer that thought back. You can take that thought captive. You have to have something to replace it with, right? You can't just like say, oh, comparison, go away. Like what I recommend is having that thought come and then saying something like, nope, not going to go there. My value is not determined by how I look or my value is not determined by how I look compared to her or my value is not determined by how I perform as compared to how she performs or how successful I am as compared to how successful she seems to be. But having some answer so you can reply back in your head after you take those thoughts captive is a good place to start if you want to try doing a comparison fast. Now, there's really not a lot of other rules about doing a comparison fast. I think giving up social media or other media or both is going to be really helpful if you're trying to do a comparison fast. But seeing how it feels to go 40 days focused on the Lord and what he wants for you and the purpose he has for you and gratitude for all he's given you instead of comparing yourself to others. Oh, friend, I think Easter comes around and you are going to feel different if you try that. So my ask for you today is that you would just pray. Ask God if he would like you to give up any of these things for the 40 days before Lent. Maybe there's something else. Maybe there's one that I didn't mention that you think you should do. Or maybe there's one that when I said it, you immediately thought, Yes, I should do that. Or better yet, and this is so true, maybe there's one when you heard it, you were like, no, not that. Couldn't live without that for 40 days. Friend, if that's what you thought, that's probably the one that you need to give up. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. (laughs) But but if you heard one and you're like, nope, never, not going to happen. Oh, goodness. I think that might be the one (laughs) that will help you get a breakthrough in this area. But no matter what you choose to give up, remember, it's not just about giving things up. It's about replacing what you given up with the truth of God's word, right? Don't don't starve yourself and not feed yourself with the truth during this time. The other thing I want you guys to know about is starting on March 2nd, my friend Erin Carey and I are going to run another of our refocus groups. It's going to have a slightly different title. It's going to have March in the title, so it will be clear that it's not the same group that we did in January. But in January, Erin and I walked 50 women through, I think we did 12 days of just looking into the root of our body image issues. Erin talked about food and health and breathing and all things about kind of reprogramming your body and your mind after you've been in a diet culture, diet mentality for a long time, how to kind of come back to a place that's healthy and balanced and where you're not afraid of food, but you're not overindulging either. So Erin does an awesome job with that content. And then I talked about finding spiritual health. What does it look like to really be spiritually healthy? What does it look like to actually improve your body image without changing your body at all? Is that even possible? So we did a bunch of videos. We did a lot of Facebook interaction, lots of good conversations on those Facebook pages. And then we did a couple live Q&As. And we're going to do that all again. In fact, this time we're going to make it a little bit longer and we're going to add some content and even add some handouts. So it's going to be even better than the first time around. So if that's of interest to you, maybe you'll join 
us for that. During the first two weeks of Lent, it's gonna run from March 2nd through March 15th. It's gonna be two weeks long. It's gonna be something that you're gonna wanna be a part of. Even if you're not a Lent person, just take these two weeks of March and set them aside to find a new level of freedom in 2020 so you don't have to deal with this body image comparison junk for the rest of your life. Make 2020 the year that you finally find freedom. And Aaron and I really wanna help you do that. Well, that's all for today's episode. I thank you so much for listening and I hope that these ideas have been helpful to you. Hey, reach out to me if you've got one I missed or reach out to me and let me know how they're going. How can I encourage you on your process of finding real body image freedom? That's what I wanna know. So drop me a message and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, Search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.